0: Just go to indeed.com slash blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. Not even. The field of 68 after dark. What's going on? My name is Rob Doster. I got Randolph Childers with me. I got Terrence Oglesby with me. And we are going to be giving you the Christmas wish lists for uh, your favorite teams for 12 of the best teams in the country. Well, they're not all the best teams. There's some teams that uh, certainly need uh, a present under the tree from Old Santa Claus, Old Saint Nick. Um, we're going to be rolling through 12 teams, what they need, what they should be asking for, what they should be wishing for here. On this Christmas Eve, so without further ado, we're gonna dive into it head first, guys. Randolph, I'm going to you first on this one, man. The Purdue Boilermakers, Randolph Childress. We are going to Purdue. What does Matt Painter want to see under his tree when he wakes up on Christmas morning?
2: He has everything, so we can't give him any a position like a a, extra, a certain position like a power forward, a stretch forward, whatever the hell he wants. He got the most dominant player, so what he needs is motivation. So I suggest we put under his tree a way for him to mo- motivate his players, that he and his staff grow beards, and they can't shave until they win the Natty. So they get to the Phoenix and they come, <laughs> let his players come and if they win it, they get to shave them or something like that. They need motivation. They're about to cruise through the Big Ten. They'll be challenged a couple of games. So Matt Painter needs motivation. I think he, it's like a no shave November. I think he doesn't shave for the rest of the season until they get to the Phoenix.
3: That a present? The motivation for winning a national That's title? We mo- need a motivation. Is that a You're just going to take. So, so, dude, you're you're not you're not Santa Claus. You're the Grinch. You're taking away my man's stuff. <laughs> hey, hey, you're taking hey, away you the
2: Yes, it's it's time for that. Sometimes you got to be that way. It's easy. They they're going to cruise through the hey. Big Ten. Like, stop this. We don't. They, they're going to cruise through the Big Ten. Stop this. He, he gets put. He He's got a motivated. North
3: Carolina Hall of Fame. He gets put in a North Carolina <laughs> Hall of Fame, and all of a sudden he feel like he can just steal people's razors. It's wild. <laughs> That's wild. Hey, ahead, I'm, I'm getting him uh, some hyper ice. Uh, I'm getting all those things because the only thing that holds this team back is if injuries occur. That's it. They're that good, and I would like, on a more serious note, to get some more consistency out of Fletcher Lawyer. I can't buy, put that in a certain thing. Maybe it's mama's oatmeal. I don't know what it is, but he needs some consistency because the rest of that team, you know what their constants are. They need a little consistency from Fletcher Lawyer. So Put put a little extra sweetness in his oatmeal in the morning, and maybe he can play well and have those 20-point games with more uh, consistency as opposed to going for 27 and then going for 4 and then going for 27 and then going for 8 and things like that. So give my man some consistency. Give Purdue all the equipment as far as staying L- uh, injury free as you can find because that's the only thing I see holding this team back especially in a Big 10 that's very ho hum. <laughs>
1: I was going to say the you know give them a little HGH as well. You know something to kind of strengthen them up. That's illegal a though. That's injuries. illegal though, Rob. <laughs>
3: You know that's what? Would, you know no what knows? would help Purdue. You know what? Ha- a little crack, a little just just sprinkling. That's that's what Rob's saying right now. That's what Rob's saying. That's sprinkle a little crack on. This them. is yeah, a wild Christmas. This is a Man. wild <laughs> Christmas already. At least and I'm RC, trying to keep my dad. No, RC's stealing stuff from people's tree, and Rob's do? trying to drug him. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm asking for a little extra well, a little extra sugar in somebody's oatmeal and, and Randolph's plotting to the theft and, and Rob's over here, freaking drugging them up. This is crazy. This is, how do we get all like this so quickly? Uh,
1: on, a, on a serious note, I do think that you are right, T.O., in that uh, getting uh, Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer to be as close as possible to what they were on Saturday against uh, – last Saturday against Arizona is the key to – finding a way for Purdue to win a national title. The other part of it, I think it's up here. So I think what Matt Painter should be wishing for is, uh, do you guys remember the movie Men in Black with Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones? You guys remember that? What? You know how they used to walk around with those little, He, he Will Smith would have that little thing oh. in his hand that kind of looked like a flashlight, and he hit the button, and it just erased everything from their memory. You get the light flash in your eye, and you can't remember anything that happens. It's just like you woke up from a blackout, right? What was it That's called? what Purdue needs. The I don't I don't remember what it's called. I just I just know what it is. And uh I think the biggest hindrance to Purdue making a run in the NCAA tournament this year is the fact that they're gonna get that little old lemon booty, right? They're gonna start to pucker up a little bit, they're gonna start to get a little nervous. You're down by five early on of the game. Oh no, is this happening again? You're down by uh two with two minutes left. Oh, I can't believe we're about to blow this again. I can't believe we're about to get upset. That's what they need. They need to forget about everything that happened. Get him the neutral
3: it was a Neuralizer. Is that is. what it's called? The That's Neuralizer?
1: Yeah. Neuralizer. His kids must that.
2: have told him. He, he, must have, he must have said something to one, his son or something. His son told him what it was.
1: <laughs> that, that he probably Googled it is what he did over there. Yeah, the, 100% uh,
3: Googled it. 100%. Now you can actually buy one on Amazon.
1: No, I, I think I think the biggest hindrance to, uh, to Purdue making a run is going to be just, it, it's going to be in their head. And I think it was in their head last year. I think it was in Virginia's head when they lost to a 16 seed. And I think when they came out the next season, if you guys remember in that first round against Gardner Webb, they were down by 14 at one point. So being able to get over the uh, the mental hump, I think is going to be as important as anything else for Purdue when it comes to winning a national title. Team number two on the list, the UConn Huskies. Uh, my UConn Huskies, uh, if you will. Um, I'm going to go first on this one, guys, because I, I think that the key for UConn, And I actually went a little bit closer to serious on this one than anything else. But the key for UConn is going to be making open shots. I think it's just that simple. Um, Andrew Weatherman, who used to be a a Duke graduate assistant, who used to be one of the managers that would sprint on the floor and sprint off the floor every time that there was a timeout. I know you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. Love those guys. Um, he's, He's run the numbers, and UConn, Generates 15 open or unguarded spot-up jump shots per game, which is more than anybody else in college basketball at the high-major level. And UConn, on those open shots, ranks 206 nationally at 1.07 points per shot that they make. Um, You got to be better than that. You got to make those shots when you're open. They need guys like Alex Carabane and Cam Spencer and solo ball and even a Steph Castle to be able to to make the open looks, to create the space that you need for guys to be able to beat people off the bounce, and for the big fella, Donovan Kling, and the Great Wall of Bristol to be able to be as effective as he is in the paint. The crazy part is that UConn is not shooting all that well uh, from the perimeter with, with some of these open jump shots, and they're still like a top five offense in college basketball at this point in the season. So uh, Terrence, is shooting we'll go 40, to you what, next 46%. on this one. Yep, 40, 45.9, something like that at this point. It is. It's
3: 45.9. Uh, get them a time machine because I want some of those younger guys to get more comfortable quickly. And we're going full back to the future. We're fast forwarding to the future and then trying to bring them back to where we're at right now, right before conference play starts. Because there's some environments in the Big East and there's no other way to get experience than to get experience. So fast forward them a little bit. Get some of these young guys uh, that experience, and then hopefully they can mature quickly because Solomon Ball is a nice player. Uh, Stephen Castle is a nice player. They have a lot of these pieces that are still young, uh, but the only way to do it is to do it. So get them a time machine, and hopefully they can expedite that learning curve a little bit as far as what expe- expectations are concerned. I realize they're not shooting it as well as you would hope, but I also think you know Solomon Ball is taking a lot. It was 12-43. I think a lot of that has to do with nerves and kind of knowing when and where to get shots up. That's my biggest concern. It's not really a concern, quite frankly, because I think UConn could end up in Phoenix again in the Final Four, but it's uh, moving forward to take them back here, back to the future. I
2: never imagined a team that would lose as much as they did be as good as they are. I I knew they'd be okay. I didn't think they'd be this good. They very well could be back in Phoenix. I don't think any of us would debate that. So having said that, what Santa needs to bring in is remember, see everybody else don't remember this, but you guys remember, what put them over the hump was Dan Hurley at the final four. Andrea came on a 50, Andrea, his wife came on the field of 68 <laughs> and, and told us all his superstitions and everything, and that put them over the hump. So I think if, Yukon UConn Huskies want to be back-to-back national champions, first team since Florida in 06 and 07 to do so. He needs to have Andrea come back and let us know if he's changed since he's won a championship and all that kind of stuff. Inquiry minds want to know. So Santa wants that. Let's get Andrea back on field at 68.
1: I, I don't know if she's going to be allowed back on after she uh, she made it. So, I don't know if she can visit the, the city of Providence anymore. Santa oh, wants
3: Sandra. Santa wants it. Sandra. Uh, Santa yeah, Santa. Yes, Santa. Santa's
2: recrossing. Hey, he's superstitious. It happened, and and they won the Natty. If they want to win it again, Danny make it happen. Plus, that crowd. You know, I ain't got to tell you about the crowd. We had a hell of a time with those guys down at the Final Four. So that's another reason to get him back. He can't mess this up, man.
3: <laughs> we, right, need ahead, we need a sub we need we need we need a sub we need andrea instead of rob on uh top dog she can run the yeah, whole team. yeah yeah
2: like come on
3: we need to find out what's really going
2: on behind the scenes at yukon right now we beside what yep. we don't know she, she'll tell us
1: yeah but look um we had her doing a show two years ago on the field of 68 called ball is wife and uh <laughs> it got reckless on that that show that's all i'll say all right let's move on to team number three On our list, it is the Arizona Wildcats who heading into the biggest game of the college basketball season to date was the number one team in the country. Then they lost to Purdue 92 to 84. Um, RC, I'll go to you first on this one. What does Arizona need from Santa?
2: Wow. Uh, I I think he just needs more consistency out of their guard play. Uh, And I, I think it's, I think the first three teams we talked about, I think they're all loaded. And they're three teams that I have making it to Phoenix, to be quite honest. So uh, you, you can't have everything you want. But if I had to say something from Santa with with, with Arizona, it would be probably a little bit more consistent, consistency from their backcourt in big games, in the in the type of games that we play, like the Purdue game and games of that nature. So that's the only thing I would ask for. I think they're loaded. I think the world love them. I think they're right there. Uh, you know, Again, you can't have it all.
3: They played an They play. Well, we're over recording right now. They lost their last game against Purdue. So I'm not sure when we're putting this show out. So you're going to have to update me there. But uh, hey, what they need is team yoga classes because you can't let this snowball. You got to get your mind right. We're doing hot yoga, 100 to 180 degrees. Get it right. make sure you're uh, fully locked in and focused. I'm not asking for mental classes from Joel Fish, who was my clinical psychologist whenever we played at Clemson. We all had to go talk to him. My man Joel, uh, while great, was just um, he got paid by the coaches to find out secrets about the players, and that's what happened. <laughs> so let's put it down. Don't want that. Get them yoga classes. Have them do it together, and then uh, they can all woosaw their way to a national championship because I feel like Arizona is plenty capable of doing that.
1: Yeah, so the the thing that I had written down was they need to ask Santa to make sure that they don't see Purdue in the NCAA tournament because beyond that, beyond Purdue, I I just – Yeah, I think that's the only team really right now that I would say would be favored against them. I think that they have everything that you need. They have multiple playmakers. They have big athletic guards. They have a deep rotation in their perimeter and in their backcourt. They have a four-man in Kashad Johnson who could do things like score 24 points on the number one team in the country. That can do things like guard, point guards, and centers if you need him to. They have a big guy in Umar Balo that can do as good of a job as anybody. Look, he held Zach Eady, and I say this, I need to do the air quotes here. He held Zach Eady to 22 points and nine rebounds, which is about the best that you could probably imagine doing against Zach Eady in a game, especially when Purdue's going to put up 92 points. So, um, yeah, they just need to avoid Purdue, I think. Just avoid an angry, pissed-off Purdue team that has a point to uh, point to prove when you get in the NCAA tournament, um, and they're, they'll probably be fine, in my mind. Beyond that, it's just, you know, I, I don't. I think that of all the teams in college basketball this season, and, and real quick, just tell me if you guys think this is crazy. I think that Arizona is built to be able to make a run in March because of the roster versatility that they have, the lineup versatility, and the multiple playmakers.
2: I, I like the schedule that they've made because I just don't think there's much of a challenge for them in the Pac-12. Uh, I, I think they, they've lost, what, one game so far? I
1: mm-hmm.
2: Somebody's going to beat them. Uh, but come March, I don't think they'll have more than three losses total, and 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 they'll be sitting right there, and they'll they'll make a run. They're just too good. They're they're damn good, yep. and I don't I, I'd be shocked that they're they're not, you know, if they're not in Phoenix.
3: Them dudes bored. Right. I think I think more yeah. than anything too. Them dudes bored. I mean, they're what? They're, I'm sitting here looking at Duke now, but I want to say they're sixth in offense, third in defense, and they clean up everything. Good one possession defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. That's not my water bottle. The other water bottle. Thanks.
2: Hey, hey to add to that, I, I'll say this. When your coach is telling everybody I got dogs, like up and down my roster, I got dogs. Then not one, not he's a dog. He's like, I got dogs up and down my roster. Like, they, they, they're just good. I mean, there's no other way to say it. They're damn good.
0: Mm-hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All
1: right, let's move on to team number four on our list. It is the Duke Blue Devils. And gentlemen, I'm going to go first on this one because I think that John Shire needs to be sitting there uh, and hoping to get two things for the holiday. One, he needs to find a way to be able to change NCAA rules, spend a whole bunch of NIL money, and get Derek Lively to leave the Dallas Mavericks and come back to school. Because I think what they're missing more than anything else is a five-man that can be a shot-blocking, rim-running presence uh, that can allow Kyle Filipowski to fully embrace this like small ball four perimeter player. I'm going to make a bunch of threes. I'm going to make sure that you can't guard me role, uh, while having someone that can kind of make up for some of the deficiencies he has on the defensive end of the floor. And number two, you know how they got that, that meme where – Whenever someone makes a great move or makes a big play or does something at the end, they show like an X-ray and it's got a pit bull right where his heart should be, right? You know what I'm talking about? They say they got that dog in them. Well, what they need to do is they need to go and get that dog and they need to put that dog in Tyrese Proctor. Because if Tyrese Proctor isn't going to be the guy that we thought he was going to be, if he's not going to be the All-American, if he's not going to be the guy that can carry this team in the biggest moments of the season, in the biggest games of the season, then I don't think that they're going to be able to reach their ceiling shout out to Damon I could see him back there dancing I know he's about to he's about to get in trouble and get some 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 coal in his
3: stocking I can tell you that if he doesn't go on somewhere uh I was gonna I was gonna award him a stretch Armstrong Duke Because all the reasons you just said, like can Filipowski grow uh, six inches in wingspan just so he can protect the rim a little bit better? That's the only thing really that's holding back. They're still top 10 in the country in offense. Like they still have all those options. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of the defensive end of the floors where they haven't, you know, been able to find ways to shut things down around the rim. I I mean, two point percentage against Duke's up right around 50%. That's not been the case over the past X amount of years because they've always had that guy down there that can erase shots, whether it's Mark Williams or Lively over the last two seasons. Stretch Armstrong, pull those arms out a few inches longer, and then try to have some more protection around the rim.
2: I I think to combat that, they're not going to get it. So let's just hope that they probably press a little bit more. I think they got to extend their defense a little more. But my present to Duke would be they're going nowhere without a healthy Tyrese Proctor now. Well, let's, let's let's just get him healthy get him back you know it's just an ankle sprain but they got a big one coming up here at baylor and i don't know if he's playing in that and if he isn't that's going to be a tough game but my my present for duke would be a healthy roster so this group can be playing their best basketball come january february so health is needed so these guys can get wrapped time off to practice during the christmas break they need it more than anybody i think to get to figure out their rotations because they got so many guys
1: I do enjoy, R.C., how we say things like we need to get the the men in black to come here and erase Purdue's memories, and we need to find a way to be able to allow Purdue's players to shave him. And just the simple idea of me and TL saying, yeah, they need a little bit more rim protection. You say, no, that's not possible. That's the one thing out of everything possible. we've talked about so far. The one thing that's not possible it's is not possible. Duke finding a way to get some run protection. We're not
2: live live trying to make the all NBA rookie team. And there's no room protection on that roster. So you better start. You know, TO, when we used to do them drills, you had to run over and take charges and fall. They might, you might can't take charges this that. year. You, you, you better no start teams, taking. Man. Hey, we start sending them cushions. We're gonna send them pillows and stuff in there so they all can fall back and start taking charges. Cause that's all you can do
3: <laughs> i must have i must have missed and called the fun police because we just <laughs> completely ruined my stretch armstrong which i thought was a pretty good gift i hey look yeah, you we'll know look. what it's
1: that's, like it. that's like my kids like like that's
3: me. like my kids right there like i'm saying like hey i'm gonna take you to dollywood this is gonna be a lot of fun and you know what they do dollywood ugh. Dolly
2: Park,
1: can we, can't we just go to Disneyland, Dad? That's right. Can we go to That's the right. movies? Can we go to Sweden? Like, can Jeez. you just buy a PlayStation for me? I don't want to go to Dolly World. Unreal. All right, damn let's life, stay life in, uh, <laughs> Let's let's stay on Tobacco Road. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm right. trying
3: to buy. I'm trying to help develop core memories over here, not only for my children, but for Duke. And RC's shitting all over it. <laughs> he's been the he's been the Grinch since we started I've been the Grinch man I'm been the Grinch. Right in the Grinch. all right
1: all right let's stay, let's stay on tobacco road let's head over to Chapel Hill we're going to North Carolina next T.O. what does North Carolina need in their stocking on Christmas
3: well they need more depth but they'll never get it so let me reevaluate what I have to do boy. <laughs> um No, hey, look, I love this North Carolina team. I I think they're doing a lot of the same things. Uh, Do they have elite rim protection? No, but they do a lot of good things this year. That's been, quite frankly, it's been refreshing to watch because we're finally starting to see what North Carolina uh, was once upon a time. I would even venture to say pre the Cole Anthony area. It's been that long, and it hasn't been easy, and they've had flashes in the pan of being really good. They make the Final Four, and with a really talented roster, they got hot at the right time. Uh, what you need to get, I'm trying to think of what like a, a, a good gift for Carolina is, but I think this two guard small lineup has been beneficial. And I, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them potatoes. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put those potatoes in the oven. And we're gonna play hot potato because the more that ball moves, the better Carolina has been. So hot potato for Christmas for North Carolina because they've been good. They've lost their last two. I get all that, but they've been good because that ball's moving. So continue that trend. Get my uh get my friends over there at Chapel Hill uh the hot potato game, and then they can uh continue moving the basketball. Randolph.
2: I'm gonna get them the Hawk hands. You know when the little them little hawk hands the, 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 for Chris, you ever had that for the kids? You guys ever buy them? The big green hawk, the Hulk hands? Hulk. That you can like you grab got... stuff with? Well, Hulk, Be- when he would hit them and they would hit yeah. say stuff like smash, Hulk. you guys. First of all, you guys had obviously don't He's watch saying, any Marvel. Uh, first of all,
3: second of all, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're it's saying Hulk. Hulk. I thought you said Hulk. Don't, don't,
1: you, don't you say yeah, anything. I, when you you Hulk. Hulk. I, I
3: just. Hulk. Yeah. Hulk. I didn't Hulk know Hulk hands. was spelled H A L K.
1: <laughs> hey,
3: hey!
2: Your Southern accent, my DC accent. We'll figure this crap out one way yeah, or the other. We'll, get it, we'll <laughs> get it
3: together. <laughs> we'll hey, my it. man,
2: Hubert, need to come in there with some hawk hands and start smashing. They they dropped two in the road. They got to have this game. There's no question about it. Coming there, yep. putting them hawk hands on guys. Let's get ready to play. They've been playing much better. No reason for them to be down on Carolina at all. But they got to have this. one.
1: So my uh, my gift to them was going to be. And um, and Randolph is going to say, you can't make this happen. There's no way this can happen. Well, you know what? Let's get a little imaginative here, all right? We're going to get a little creative. Right, We're going to have right. a little fun. I think what they need to do is they need to go get the time machine that T.O. had uh, in store for UConn, right? And they need to go get in that time machine, and they need to go back about, let's say, about eight months, right? when Posh Alexander goes and puts his name in the portal. And what they need to do is they need to go to Posh Alexander and they need to back up the brink truck and they need to tell him, Posh, whatever it's going to cost for you to go from St. John's to Chapel Hill, we're making it happen. You're going to do this. Because what they need is just someone that can be a ball hawk. Not a ball hulk, a ball hawk. Someone that can get out there and really guard at the point of attack. Because I think what we saw against, the, against Kentucky was just their inability to stop D.J. Wagner, Robert Dillingham, guys on the ball, guys at the point of attack, point guards breaking people down off the dribble. To me, that is the biggest concern that I have with North Carolina long-term. You guys are right. Everything else is going to figure itself out. They play really good, fun brand of basketball. R.J. Davis has been awesome. Armando Baycott is going to be Armando Baycott. They need someone that can go out there and get a stop for them when they need to stop. They need Posh Alexander. They need to go back eight months ago and go get him out of the portal. I think that is the, uh, the biggest thing for them. Hey Rob,
2: um, let me ask you. Let me ask you guys this: How good would Caleb, this Caleb Love, be on this Carolina team right now?
1: That's what they need. <laughs>
2: he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't <laughs> have been. A, he, that Caleb Love wouldn't have shown up for this team. Oh, no, but if yeah, you're if we're right. if, if, if playing Santa, if we're playing Santa, if I could take Caleb Love that we've seen this year in Arizona <laughs> and put him back in Chapel Hill, where is this team now?
1: They, they're, uh, oh, now they're damn back, damn so, y'all want to get racist, that can't happen. Oh, no, that can't
2: happen, there's no <laughs> way. Oh, now we can't get imaginable. You know what, y'all gonna make me start drinking. I gotta start drinking. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. <laughs> Somebody get an eggnog. Somebody get an
2: ARC Give me the spike <laughs> one. Give me yeah.
1: the- <laughs> Oh, man, all right, moving on. Illinois is the next team that we are going to be breaking down. RC, what does Daddy Brad need from Santa Claus on Christmas morning?
2: I think he needs another dude besides Terrence Shannon. I, I wish I can just give him another guy that he can consistently count on besides Terrence Shannon. I, I just think they need one more guy. I would like a, a guard. You can pull one out of a hat. Just saying, a guy that's a little bit more dynamic with the ball in his hands. Uh, maybe what Sky Clark or somebody like that would have been. Uh, I, I would like to have added a guy like that for Illinois. Then I think their ceiling would be so much higher than it is now.
1: I would, Yeah, I was going to say, you mean like a Sky Clark? You mean like a a yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Maybe if they weren't outbid for Ray J. Dennis by Baylor, something like that, would that be <laughs> one of the guys that you'd be looking for? Maybe? <laughs> like, one Some of kind of guys. a point guard no. on that <laughs> roster? But, T.O., are you telling me that Ty Rogers isn't a star point guard? For a team that could pick a yeah, Final I Four was, no I, I
3: I thought he was an undersized four for a long time. We were watching him play. <laughs> I really did. We were beat Peach Jam. I was like, man, it's like, this guy's a hell of a 3-4, small ball four. Like He's going to be awesome. <laughs> He's playing the point for Illinois. Uh, I'm going to get him some prescription eyeglasses. And the only reason is that is Terrence Shannon shooting 41%. Luke Good shooting 46%. Outside of those two guys, Gibbs, Lawhorn, 3 of 17 on the year. Marcus Domask had that great game at MSG. He's shooting 23% on the season. Coleman Hawkins, 7 of 30, 23%. Uh, Quincy Guerrier, 23%. I don't know what it is about the number 23 in the uh, Illinois team, but it, it's it's prevalent. It's prevalent. They got to have more guys hit shots. And I they, they, look, they have two guys that can knock them through. And they're going to defend under Brad, and they're still managing even with outside of those two guys hitting shots. You just got to be serviceable in the mid thirties. They they haven't been able to be that, and they're still eight and two. If they shoot it a little bit better, uh, they beat Tennessee. They they're, they're closer to Marquette. Uh, outside of that, I, I'm not going to complain too much. I, I like this Illinois team. There's talent. I was worried about point guard play. They've eased my mind there. I mean, they're a top thirty offense and a top fifteen defense. But if they shoot the ball better. Uh, they get to set their defense. And if they're able to set their defense, they're really tough to score on. So get into my glasses, especially for the two guys not named Terrence Shannon and Luke Good.
1: Yeah, I think um, since giving them one of those three point cards we mentioned earlier is not something that is realistic, uh, or as uh, RC would say, it's not something that's going to be possible right now. Um, I do think that the key to them is getting a level of consistency from Marcus Domask that we have not seen yet. Right, They don't need him to be the guy that goes for 33 on 15 to 21 shooting every every single night, but they do need him to be like a 15 to 17 point per game guy, and we've seen him do that enough times this year for me to sit here and say, okay, yeah, I think that that's something that is repeatable. Um, Because if you don't have a point guard, basically what uh, Illinois wants to do is kind of win a lot of these matchups playing one-on-one and hoping that that's going to be enough for you. Uh, And if you only have one guy that can do that, uh, or is doing it consistently, that kind of limits what I think your ceiling is. So they need a second guy. And I think that Marcus Domask is that guy if he can find a level of consistency so that, you know, the six points he had against Tennessee and the 33 that he had against Florida Atlantic, just find like the happy medium there. You know, get me like 14 points every single night on like six of 12 shooting. That's all you need to do. Just do that. And I think uh, Illinois is going to end up being pretty good this year. Next up. We're hopping aboard the must bus Randolph the Arkansas Razorbacks. What is Mus asking for Christmas from Santa other than, you know, a shirt to put on because that man never ever wins a game <laughs> and keeps a shirt on.
2: That's great to say. He start, he start stripping. No, I, I, you know what? For must, I think he's probably for him, his patience would be one, but I'd say uh, straws, man. You got to pick or you got to pick straws with this group and get a pecking order. Like who's doing what, when, who am I relying on to be more consistent right now? It's, it just looks like they're still trying to figure it out. And that's normal when you got this many transfers. But I would like to see them just have a, a little bit of you know order. In. And I know that's coming. I'm talking about more for the players of saying, like, who's gonna step up? I expect this side of you to do this. I know Mus is waiting on some, you know, some level of consistency with these guys, and and he always figures it out. I always think they start a little slow and pick it up late, and I expect that to start
3: pretty soon with these guys.
1: But you got Rob. I'm, I'm I'm curious what you got. Well, I was gonna say what he needs to do is he needs to go out and he needs to buy a calendar, right? And he needs to get a calendar and he needs to put that that calendar in every single room in uh in in the Arkansas basketball facilities. He needs to take a calendar that says that it's. February and he needs to put that up in every single dorm room and every single apartment for every single player on this roster. And he needs to find a way to convince his team that it already is February, right? That it's not December 24th, (laughs) that it's not the end of uh, the, the the end of non conference play. That we're not sitting here in early January, right? He needs to get past this the the doldrums that we always see out of Arkansas in the dead of winter, right? And he needs to get to the point where his players are playing the way that they do as we head into the NCAA tournament. Every single year, they made the Sweet Sixteen last year as an eight C when they looked like crap until about uh late february the year before that they made the elite eight when they looked like crap in december and january the year before that they made the elite eight when they lost five out of six and in two including i think it was like three bye games in december he needs to yeah. find a way to figure out what his team is doing now instead of waiting all the way until february that's all he needs to do convince these guys that it's late february just say like look we figured this out you're good to go now you could play like a team that's ready to make a run late in the season earlier in the year it's brilliant it's genius i think that that's all you need to do to is that crazy? Yeah, you could push it forward, but
3: I, I kind of uh, – I think he, we need to get him a, a, a listing, some, some kind of a list thing. I, I like the idea of a calendar, but I also like a, a few pages with listing, like a 1 through 10, because he's got 10 guys that are all playing comparable minutes outside of Jalen Graham. But, like, you got to figure out who you're going to play with consistency. And that that always takes much time because every year he has a new roster. Might as well be a JUCO there. And I mean that in a complimentary manner because he's been able to do that and make the Elite Eight each of the past three seasons. So, uh, you of course, uh, you want to rush the process and get to February because that's when he figures it out. But I, I think uh, finding his pecking order, who his dudes are going to be on a night-in and night-out basis, uh, that's kind of where Ar- Arkansas needs to go right now.
1: All right, let's let's uh, let's stay in the Midwest. Let's head to uh, one of the two blue bloods that we have left on this list, the Kansas Jayhawks. Feels like Bill Self has everything that he could ever want at all times as the head coach at Kansas. But what is he asking for right now, RC?
2: I like Bill a lot. So for Christmas, I would like to give Bill Self – Randolph Childers, 25 years ago, to slide into this roster to knock down some jumpers for him. That's what I'd give him. <laughs> That'd be my present. Just somebody that can make some jumpers. You got everybody else do everything. mccullough yeah, you got defense. Uh, Jawan, yeah, you you guys stay there and they play defense. Just let me come down here. I'll knock down a couple jumpers for you. I got five fouls. Just let me come back. You know, let me come back and play a little bit. I'll change my jersey number and all that kind of stuff knock down some jumpers for you. So I do that for Bill. I like Bill. So I, I I want to come back and play for Bill.
1: If you just shaved the beard, you might look like you're still uh, one of these 28-year-olds that has a couple of years of eligibility left.
2: I want some NIL money too. That's why I want to come back So I want to
1: get some NIL money. Oh, that's what it is. That, that's what you're looking for. <laughs> When's our
3: class action situation going to start, RC? That's my big question. Yeah, you know, I don't When's, know, man. We have got to put that in there. We got to start that. We need to start something because I got gypped. I haven't got anything out of that. And I had a pretty good two years. And I probably would have never left. Let's be honest. Uh, You know what I'm getting? I'm purchasing a hype man just for a couple of days. You know who that hype man is going to be? It's going to be DJ Khaled. They already had bad... Uh, they already had a bad situation, sending Snoop Dogg that way. I'm bringing a positive influence, sending him to Kansas. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have DJ Khaled follow Nicholas Timberlake around campus. Be like, you're the best. You're the best. And just keep firing him up. Because confidence-wise, my man's struggling. We've seen Nicholas Timberlake and how good he can be at Towson. And he just hasn't been able to be that guy. We need him to get his confidence back. What better way to bring uh, DJ Khaled and just stare at him? and just tell him how great he is for you solid week. That'll do. You're the best. You're the best. Every time he eats, that's the best bite I've ever seen. Like little stuff like that <laughs> just to get Nick Timberlake going because I think he could be that guy.
1: <laughs> Look, I was going to say you got to get Nick Timberlake a little bit of confidence. There's no the way I'm going to hey, top that. You got you, you you got a better chance of
2: me coming back and getting new knees in the back and playing and eligibility than, than figuring that out. If Bill ain't played him by now, he ain't playing him.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of Being where we're at too. I, the The big thing that um, that I, I mean, look, it's shooting at the two guard spot, right? I think everybody knows that it's not a yeah. secret at this point. We know that they got four guys that are absolute killers, and one spot that they haven't really quite figured out at this point yet. Um, I will just say, think about the alternate reality where UConn lands Nick Timberlake and uh, and and Bill Self is sitting here in what was that like? late May, early June, trying to figure out what he's going to do with the two spot. And Cam Spencer hits the portal. Just imagine what Kansas would look like right now if he it was Cam Spencer that was in there next to DeWan Harris and uh, Kevin McCullough. Are they losing the game? Is that team going undefeated?
2: They ain't losing many.
1: Not many. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to uh, – this is going to be an interesting one. I think we can have some fun with this one. The Michigan – wolverines and if you want me to go first i can go first on this one because i think there are a couple things that they need um but my biggest thing is like we just need some counseling there we need some anger management classes there we need someone to step in and just kind of be like the uh you know how how like you go through a rough patch of your marriage and you go to a marriage counselor right we need a culture counselor we need someone to walk into this uh this practice facility and get everybody on the same page and be able to just say like woosah We're all in this together. We can all win this thing. We can all find a way to get along, right? We can all find a way to be friends. We're all fighting for the same goal. We all want to make the NCAA tournament. I know that last year we had two first round picks and we had Hunter Dickinson and we still finished 17 and 14 and we're headed to the NIT. Right. I understand all that. But you know what? This year we got a guy named Doug McDaniel. And this year we got a guy named Terrace Reed. And this year, Jawan Howard is back from his heart surgery. And he's thankful for where he is in life now. And he's thankful that he's getting the second chance to to continue coaching and to be able to coach his son, Jace Howard, who was on this team. And we need to find a way to just bring everyone together and get along because there's enough talent on this team to be really good. And I don't care what anybody says. I know I called them the second-best team in the Big Ten earlier this year, and that looks like one of the dumbest things I've ever said in my life, and I've said a lot of dumb things. But I think if we just got a culture counselor in there and got everybody happy and on the same page, they'd have a chance to win some games. So that's all we need. That's all we need there, T.O. I
3: already know what I'm getting, Michigan. The whole athletic department, they're just getting a whole sack full of coal. That's all they're getting is coal. That place has not been stellar over the past year. Cole, coal, coal. That's all they get. I,
2: I want to give Jawan Howard and his Michigan State, I mean his Michigan Wolverines uh, uh, basketball program, some of that football NIL money. So if they get a percentage of that football NIL money, then hell, they'll be able to keep some damn players there. Hunter Dickinson would be in peace if Come on, kept him Get my man Come some on, man. NIL money. Hey,
3: Michigan More. ain't Wake There's NIL money up there now.
1: No, it ain't hey, enough. You know can what
3: else? They complain all they it, want. It they ain't complain. hey, Everybody's complaining they don't have as much as Kansas. Everybody. You, I don't. Hey, want to you know get, what? The, hey, you know what the biggest issue
1: it. is? It's not the nil money. You know what they need there? You know what they need? They need the uh, the Kansas admissions department when it comes to academics. They need uh, the school to look at some of the players that are coming into the pro football program. some of the players coming into the basketball program. Because just imagine, and I'm just going to throw this out there, if this Michigan roster had Caleb Love and maybe Terrence Shannon on it? Wouldn't that be pretty good? You think if you had Carol, T- Caleb Love this, and this Terrence Michigan Shannon, roster, you might
3: this
2: Michigan
1: still roster, have had,
3: it, 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 this Michigan roster. If they had Coach Beeline coaching it, they would be much better. <laughs> no. Yes. Sure. Yes, RC. No. no doubt. There is zero question about that. No. Zero. Come on, yeah. man. Yep. But so, so many of those
2: guys it's amazing that so many schools in general, not just Michigan, though, are screwing up that mission deal. Like that's crazy to me. It's like how many programs are how that how that's flipping?
1: Yeah. Come on, T.O. The only T. success I heard.
2: he's had has been with B line's players.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I heard that. I heard I heard you sneak that in there. We heard that. Well, oh, if, wow. he can his, if he keep if
3: had more NIL money, he can keep his own. Yeah, well, if a, if a queen had balls, she'd be the king.
1: You Ah, you
2: never know know now. We're in 2023.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Touche.
1: Touche. Right. So moving on, moving on to team number 10 on this list. (laughs) We are going down to the great state of Alabama, and we're going to go pay a visit to Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tigers, uh, who will be wishing for the holidays uh, they will be asking for. I'm going to go first on this one, guys, because I think I got the best one that you could ask for here. What we need is we need to take KD Johnson, right? KD Johnson, what do you you call him, T.O.? Nightmare fuel, right? You need to take Katie Johnson. Nightmare fuel. He runs on nightmare fuel. We need to take Katie Johnson, who's about six foot, six one, 190 pounds, tough, physical, strong, looks like a running back. And we need to take the, all of those physical components that you have in, in, in Katie Johnson and we need to put that in the skill set of Aiden Holloway. And if you take Katie, Katie Johnson and everything that he could do from a mindset being crazy, from a defensive standpoint, from all of the stuff that he does, in that aspect, and then give him the ability to shoot from like 38 feet, the the ability to hit step backs, the passing ability, the offensive skill that you have with Aiden Holloway, and just put those two players together, and then all of a sudden you have probably the best point guard in America. And then once you have that player, I don't think there is a more perfect Bruce Plural player than – the defensive stuff from Katie Johnson and the offensive stuff from Aiden Holloway. That's what you need. I don't know if that's possible. RC, you're the one that can tell us whether or not these gifts are something that are actually physically possible to do. So I don't know if we could just mold those two players together, if it's possible or not, but that's what I'd be giving uh, Bruce Pearl for, uh, for Hanukkah. We got to give Bruce Pearl stuff for Hanukkah.
3: Yeah. I was about to say, I was about to say happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah's already passed, but happy Hanukkah to Bruce Mm -hmm. Pearl and his family. (laughs) Belated. Hey.
1: Belated Hanukkah presents. That's Hanukkah the way pressure.
2: he likes his dudes. Bruce Pearl always want a guy like that. He want to coach a guy like that. So so it, it, it's, you know, I think he he's okay with it. He'll be all right.
1: What do you got? What are you giving him, Marcy?
2: Oh, I want to give him a, a, a dynamic wing. I think this team is probably the surprise team from where they've been picked in the SEC. I think if you give them a consistent dynamic wing, if I could give them some, you know, we talked about, Johnson but we can get them some production consistent production from a wing on that team I think the point guard play is legit we know Aiden Holloway is big time uh inside they're fine I just wish we had a wing consistent wing play for him and and I I I like this team a lot I think you know he just he gets it done so if I could Santa could give them you know you you know hypothetically you know I I can't pick a player to say just to take from one roster I don't know if we're gonna go that far as to do that I don't want to offend anybody in that aspect but if we can get some dynamic wing play I, i'd like auburn's team a lot kind of like an alan flanagan
1: <laughs> that's exactly what i was going to say they could use all Flanagan. Like,
3: right yeah. Allen flanagan's been awesome no I, I i'm with rc i would get him another wing i know that's not the most creative thing but they, they guys they're defending they're doing what auburn yeah, does Huh? no i'm
2: saying you're right they're doing all the other stuff
3: yeah they they're defending their ass off they're sharing the basketball <laughs> Uh, you know, we know that they play really well in the open floor. Are they going to be able to score in a half court? And sometimes you need that big dynamic wing in order to get some of those things to happen. We we know that their guard play is exceptional, and I think Aiden Holloway is going to be able to find shots wherever and whenever uh, he's on the floor. Uh, it's just a matter of who's going to be able to create some shots if that option's taken away. I don't think it will be. But uh, it, it's, it's just interesting to see whenever you go into the tournament or you play some of these SEC games, there's some really big bodies guarding Aiden Holloway. I'm not saying he's going to have trouble with them, but I am going to say that they're going to need another option out there. Uh, I'm not saying they don't have it either. That's kind of where I'm at with Auburn. I, I, I really like this team. I like the way Bruce coaches. I think he's an underrated X's and O's guy. And uh, But if you could pick one thing, I would assume it would be uh, kind of a playmaking wing or a shot-creating wing.
1: Yeah, Uh, Bruce Pearl, underrated X's and O's guy. Also a very underrated let him cook guy. Because when his guys are hot, I don't think anyone in the country lets him cook more than Bruce Pearl lets him cook. Speaking of letting him cook, uh, Scott Drew's team let Michigan State cook them over the weekend. Uh, They lost by 24 to a Michigan State team that we were ready to call off and send to the NIT. So we are going to give Baylor a Christmas present. T.O., if you had to give Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears something for Christmas, what would it be?
3: I'm going to get them a fence for their Baylor house, and what I and it's going to be a defense because there isn't much. Uh, even though they are nine and one, uh, they're almost seventieth in the country in defense. So I'm going to get them defense that should surround uh, their arena in Waco. That's the only thing I got there. They need they need to play a little bit better defense. Michigan State was a weird one. I'm sure it threw their numbers off, whatever. But uh, this is a really good Baylor team, so. Uh, they're going to have to guard a little more to reach the heights that they think they can get to. Uh, so I'm just going to get them a white picket fence, not the offensive play, an actual fence that people hold up when they're screaming defense. That's what I'm getting. Hey,
2: Tio, I'm going to steal your one. This is the one I was saving the time machine for because I was going to say to you guys, if they can get – I love this story and I love what he's come back from, but if they can get the Jonathan Chomachachua from a couple of years ago. Yes. Before the injury and you let him – be at the back end of your defense, I think that's the biggest gift I think I would love to give this Baylor team.
1: Yeah, get him I'm a new knee, man. I think that's, that literally that I have written down is a new knee for Jonathan Chamachacho Really? That's, that's funny, you're him all him saying him. essentially the same yeah. thing. Yeah, just like someone that can be a rim running five man, that can block shots at the rim, that can be a switchable defender, who by the uh, way has figured out how to knock down threes in the time off that he's had as he uh, rehab that knee injury. Um but, yeah, that's that's what they need. They just need someone. Or the other the other option is just take Eve Macy and get him, like, take him – go fast forward to his junior year, take him, bring him back, and have that Eve Macy here. I think that's the, the big thing that they need at this point. Yeah, they just got to guard. We're all on the same page with that one. Last team that we're going through, the last blue blood that we have to talk about, the Kentucky Wildcats. Whew. We can have some fun with this one, boys. I'm going to you first, RC. What are you getting, John Calipari and the Kentucky Wildcats? A man that probably has everything. He certainly has the biggest contract in college basketball that we've seen uh, right now. What are you getting him for Christmas? I, you know what, I struggle
2: with this one because I, I, I want to give him experience and just give him time. Like my, my thing is give time, time, and I don't know if that's necessarily a gift. I, I just, I love this team. I, I think they got some dynamic play, some back dynamic play in their backcourt. I think Rob Dillingham is the real deal. I think he just has a gift with the ball, some wiggle with him that just a lot of guards don't have with his extra speed. Uh, their bigs, their front lines getting healthy. Um, I I don't think they need anything but just time, just to, to to block out the noise, to practice and play together. And I think this team has a chance to 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 take a step that we always we've separated themselves when we talk about a couple of teams. We're like Purdue, we're like Arizona, we like UConn and. Marquette's right there, and Kansas right there. I think this is the team that we can feel like when they're healthy and at their best that belong in that upper echelon.
3: Did it he get was, a thumbs uh, up right, right there? there? Did, did yeah, he get he a thumbs a up? Thumbs up. That's a awesome. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thumbs what
2: that? I did not want to know where it came from. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, uh, they got their seven-footers back, at least two of them, out of three. And I, I'm going to – sprinkle some magic fairy dust so they can get their third one. Because I think, uh, was it Zvonimir visic is a really good player. He is a really good player. And some of the things, uh, I'm not sure if he's hurt. I'm not sure if he's still not eligible. What's the deal there, Rob? Help me out here. I think it's more the latter than the former is uh, my so not, understanding. So not not eligible That's what you're telling me. That's what I believe is the case. Come on, guys. So, he goes to Kentucky, Everybody's getting Parker. eligible. What are you doing? Yeah, what are we doing? Play the kid. Like, hey, look, he, he, Kentucky's Kentucky. Kentucky's not Harvard. Like, it's it's a fine school. It's not an Ivy <laughs> League school. Let oh, my man And he's not going to be there
2: for it's a, a more year anyway. <laughs> no, it's a academic institution. No, it's Come on, not. man. Have some respect no, for not. Kentucky. No, it's not. I will tell yeah, you yeah. this. no, it's not.
1: Kentucky <laughs> Kentucky would have found a way to get Caleb in.
2: Hey. <laughs> they would have? As, ask Steve Forbes. Steve Forbes will tell you Kentucky's a high academic institution. He, he said, yeah, Hey, that.
3: Kentucky, I'll tell you what, it's got the best uh, cow milking major in the country or horse or horse production. Like that's it. That's it. No, I'm, Hey, all jokes aside, Kentucky's a fine institution. I'm not going to make fun of the institution, but let the kid play. He's not going to be there for four years anyway. He's never going to come back. So like, what's the deal? Let him play. He's talented. He's tall. He's a rim protector and he's got game Add him in there. I don't know how you guard Kentucky. And quite frankly, I think, their defensive metrics haven't been great. The The additions of Anyesu and uh, Aaron Bradshaw have already jumped those numbers better. And I think if Visage, you throw him in there too, a guy who can space the floor, knock down shots. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, this guy's really talented. Just let the kid play. Right, sprinkle some magic fairy dust. Do what you can to have him playing uh, basketball come the springtime because he's not going to be there past May.
1: Yeah, we started with sprinkling crack, now we're sprinkling magic fairy dust. We're sprinkling everything here in this episode. They're one in the same. Um, I think the biggest gift it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest gift they, that they got was getting Aaron Bradshaw back and healthy and playing the way that he is cuz I think that his addition has been incredibly important for like the defensive floor. We've talked quite a bit about that on that uh, on this channel and on this network. Um, I think that getting Justin Edwards to the point where he is playing like the guy that was projected as the best freshman in this group coming in is something that would be really important and help them find a way to get to their single ceiling a little bit. But considering everyone that is coming back, here's who I think that they need for Christmas. Give them Tom Beeline. Give them someone that understands what uh, pace and space and five-out offense looks like, that understands how to take advantage of a bunch of guys that can shoot in a bunch of playmakers off the dribble. Because the one thing that terrifies me still, and I know that Cal has been saying that, no, we're going to keep running, we're going to keep playing the way that we play, it doesn't matter who we get, doesn't matter if we have five, seven-footers, we're going to play the way we play. I, I kind of keep thinking that they're going to end up going back to this uh too big post-up kind of situation so get john beeline in there just to, to make didn't, didn't
3: goodman better. give him that last year goodman gave him that he gave him john beeline last
1: year i think it was because he didn't think that cal knew how to coach
3: is that what he said
1: i don't know <laughs> i wasn't on that show last year and I, I i i do the best that i can to be able to ignore every single thing that comes out of Jeff Goodman's mouth because it sounds like uh,
3: great, man. Great minds think alike. You and Jeff, man, two peas in a pod. I'll tell you what. They attach to the the hip, man. They're like brothers. Unreal. (laughs) This, no, it's yeah, like it's like grand. Love it. It's like grandfather love and
1: grandson it. It. at this point, man. Come on, like this
3: brother.
1: <laughs> hey, 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 I
3: love this. Hey, all jokes aside, I love this Kentucky team, man. It, they are really good. They're they're final mm-hmm. four contenders, and I mean that in the highest regard. I'm not just throwing it out there. Those guys are good. They're talented. And whenever you have Dillingham coming off the bench, Reed Shepard coming off the bench, uh, if you're able to get a Visage back in, he'll come off the bench for a few games, and who knows what the hell they're gonna do there gosh that team has dudes kentucky's really really good and and if they can get that one more guy eligible not only do you get a guy who's 7-2 234 that's what he's listed at on their website you're getting a guy who could play so like you you open up your offense while not losing any of that size if he's able to play and they go from final four contenders without him to legit national championship contenders with him because they have all the size you'll ever need. Even if they play Zach Eady, they got fifteen fouls on him. Mm-hmm. Like no nobody else yeah. has fifteen fouls. At most, they've played against guys that have ten. They have fifteen fouls against Zach Eady, and all all three of those guys are good.
1: Yep. Well, listen, this has been the uh, Christmas Eve Spectacular. We have handed out wish lists and gifts for 12 of the biggest programs and 12 of the best teams in college basketball. Uh, We hope everybody that is listening to this and tuning in has a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Enjoy the time off. Enjoy the time with your family. Enjoy a little bit of extra eggnog. Enjoy waking up Christmas morning with your family, being able to celebrate with the people that you love. So from us at the Field of 68 to you, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays and see you guys again in the new year.